This is Taking Back the Reins podcast. I'm Dina Shale. In this show, you'll learn how to recover and thrive by working with horses through trauma-informed equine-facilitated learning, because it's time for you to take back the reins. Good morning and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about fear. Now, I was thinking about this over the weekend and we're away in Dubai at the moment trying to get a few days of quiet and downtime but it was my birthday on Sunday and my husband took me to a water park on the palm and I was feeling the subject that we're going to talk about today which is fear. Fear is a huge subject, something we don't talk about a lot, sometimes we don't feel that we're able to talk about fear So when we were at the water park, I was thinking about what I was going to talk to you about and I was feeling fear. You know, all these big rides that people were going on, some of these pods that people were shooting down and I was feeling fear. So what is fear? Now, last time we talked about vulnerability and vulnerability is one of the subjects that is we talk about a lot because you can grow through vulnerability, but fear you can also grow beyond and there's different elements to that. So in our work, fear and vulnerability can feel very similar in the body and fear is when there is an external threat to our body. And this could be if the horses come running towards you in the field, they come to a screeching stop, they skid alongside you. What would you actually do in this situation? So your body usually would throw in the cortisol into the body and the adrenaline and send you into a fight or flight. So the adrenaline would pump in, you would be ready to run, jump over the fence. But sometimes we actually go into a freeze response and we could just freeze in the moment because we are feeling too fearful to be able to move out of the way. Now, so this is fear in its finest form. This is, it's really all about and how your body works when you're in a stress response. So the adrenaline pumps into your body, the cortisol gets you ready for the fight and flight and off you go, you're moving out of the way. However, we live in a world of fear. If we're thinking about the past, if we're thinking about the future, we can have something called perceived fear, fear of something that could happen. Obviously with the horses, that is something that has happened or is happening. So your body is doing the right thing by making you go into the fight or flight to keep you safe. Perceived fear is always something that we're thinking about or thinking about the past or the future, but our body still thinks that we're in that situation and puts us into the fight and flight again by chucking in the cortisol and the adrenaline into the body, making the body ready to go into that fight or flight or even freeze dependent on what the memory is or the thought is of what's actually happening to you. So we live in a a world of fear because we're always thinking about what if or what can be. And our bodies are 
constantly chucking in the cortisol and the adrenaline, which eventually leads us to feel like we are always in the fight and flight. And this is what can cause eventual long-term illnesses such as fibromyalgia and also illnesses like ME because your body is constantly in that fight and flight. But really with the animals, they are in the fight and flight or they're not. Our primary response to danger and fear is to send us into fight and flight. That's natural. But when we're thinking about things, our body can perceive there to be a danger when actually there's not an external threat to our well-being. Animals have a great way of showing us how the fight and flight really it should work because they go back to grazing straight after they have acted around the emotion that is connected to fear. And they have a four-point process as well in, in the way that they deal with things. So the four points is that they're grazing, they recognize something that changes in their body, they react to that something in their body. So is the saber-toothed tiger going to kill me? Is it going to run towards me? And they will change something in the reaction to that animal being seen in the peripheral vision and then go back to grazing if they don't need to act upon the fear. And they use their senses in such an innate way that they can sense whether that animal, the bear or the tiger, has eaten before it gets really close to their herd. Animals use their bodies as like a tuner and amplifier for their environment. Now, obviously, you know, we can do this, but we've forgotten how to do this. We've switched all our senses off. We've switched our intuition off. We've switched our body scanning off and all the things that really align us to our purpose and who we really are. Animals show us how we really should be in the world and the things that we've forgotten how to do. And fear is one of the biggest things that they recognize in their body because they're a prey animal. Now, we can use these instincts as well as them. And once you start to tune back into understanding your emotions and picking up that emotional intelligence, in the same way that they do, you become much more savvy in the world and you understand the, the sense of fear. But our brains are tuned to be able to make sure we survive and our body comes along for the journey. Our body is also there to help us, but we have forgotten how to use it. We use our brains, but we don't know how to use our bodies in the same way that animals do. So this is something, again, that we teach in our programs to be able to get people to reconnect with their instinct and become more aligned with their purpose and also with what feels right and wrong for them. So here's a couple of things we associate with fear. So we fear loss. We fear in our lives things that we're going to lose and something that is significant can change and cause pain in our body. I might lose my job, I might lose my relationship, I might lose my family. And again, this is something related to fear, something that we fear in our lives or fear the loss of in our lives. 
We fear the reality of starting a new job. We fear starting a new business. And I connect a lot with people that are feeling fear when they're starting out on that journey of the entrepreneur. Because we feel out of our comfort zone. But when we start to recognize that we have to be able to feel the emotion in its finest form, we can use that emotion to be able to help propel us forward. And this helps to build confidence in our lives. We fear starting a diet sometimes or maybe giving up alcohol. There's a fear associated with the loss or what we might not gain beyond that feeling of fear. But really what we need to do is look at what the long-term gain beyond that feeling of fear is going to be. So for instance, if you were going on a diet, what am I going to gain in three to six months? If I'm starting a new business, what am I going to gain in the next three to six months? Fear is there because it, it is an emotion. It's our navigator of the world. It's there to protect us, to make us feel safe. The fearful mind will ask the question of what if and what could be. Sometimes we feel a process pain. The process is scary and it's so hard and then we choose not to change. It's a bit similar to fearing a process of giving up an addiction or a diet or even starting a diet. However, what I can tell you is from my experiences of fear that when you're aligned with your purpose and your instincts are in tune, fear doesn't get in the way. It helps build confidence because you know it is the right time for you. Many people that I come across in the work that we do, especially entrepreneurs who are starting out in business, They feel fear because they're wondering whether they're doing the right thing in leaving a job or starting out in this business. They're worried about where the money's going to come from, etc., etc. And I always say to them, if it's right and the door is open, then step into that door and allow the process to take you. I remember when I first started the business eight years ago, I didn't feel fear in starting the business. I just knew I needed to step into that process because I was aligned, everything fell into place and fear didn't get in my way. And with many people that are coming to us now that come and ask us how we've been so successful and how we find our ideal client and how we have created a a successful six-figure business, I say to them, you know, step into your power. Don't allow fear to get in the way because when it feels right, then fear won't be there in front of you. You will feel confident, you'll feel vulnerability, but you won't feel the fear. So step into your power and allow the process to take you on that journey. One thing I found on this journey of equine facilitated learning is that there have been very little in the way of mentors. I remember asking for help once from one of my mentors and she wanted to charge me a huge amount of money to come and help me on a three-day workshop. And I just knew with it being the first workshop that I would never have that opportunity to get as many people onto the course as I would have loved. 
What it made me realise was that I wanted to be able to help people who were fearful of starting their business and were taking that leap of faith into entrepreneurship. And so today we now help many people who come to us and ask us for advice around setting up their equine facilitated learning business. We are launching the business series, which will help people who are just starting out to get all their ducks in a row, really, and to learn what they need to be able to move their business forward successfully. Sometimes coming into this work when you've got the horses to take care of, you've got your site to take care of, and then you step into the office, you've got a million things going on in your head and you've also got the horses to take care of. And most of the time you're doing it all on your own. You've got many hats of business on your head while you're thinking about how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Where's the money going to come from? How am I going to pay the rent, etc. So we wanted to be able to help people to be to get themselves up and running and fast track them a little bit so that they don't make those ups and downs and mistakes that we have made in business as well. And so we are now launching in December what's called our business series. And our business series is going to help people on their journey, but also be able to help them feel confident and know the steps to success. So I'm hoping that this has helped you guys today in understanding a little bit more about fear and how it can show up for you in your personal life, but also in your business life. All of the links will be in the bottom part of the podcast and I will see you next time. Trauma informed with our CPD accredited programs, but hopefully this has helped you to understand more about fear, more about fear in your personal life and in your business life. And if you could pass this podcast on to somebody else, then I've done my job in helping someone else take back the reins. Thank you for listening to Taking Back the Reins with me, Dina Shale. I'd love for you to find out more about how you can recover with horses. Come and join my free Facebook group, Highway to Healing.